All right. All right. Well, welcome back to the Authentic Lifestyles podcast. I'm your host, Shane Winter, with our esteemed CEO of Authentico's Advisory, Jared Elson. And we are here today to talk all about something that you had actually written an article with, with uh, Kiplinger. That's right. Um, and that is RSUs. So, first and foremost, what is an RSU and why should I care? Yeah, absolutely. So RSUs is short for restricted stock unit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a form of equity compensation and award for employers to retain top talent. Okay. Uh, and in the world uh, of equity compensation, there's really two things that are most common. There's, there's RSUs and then what's referred to as stock options. Okay. Um, they're different. Some people say, oh, they're kind of the same thing, but they really are different things in terms of how they work and also where they're they're best used and, and most valuable. Okay. So you you mentioned you made a distinction here, restricted stock units and stock options. Mm -hmm. Now, what are the difference between the two that would matter? Yeah, absolutely. So the at their core, how they work they're they're very different. So stock options is how equity awards really got started. You know, they were the most popular thing up through the dot com boom and bust and uh, a little ways after and that um, downturn in the, the market led to uh, the adoption of more RSU or restricted stock unit plans. So a, a stock option is um, something that is a, a, a grant of a right to purchase shares of a company at a, a strike price or a given price. So where stock options work best today is in pre-IPO companies or very gotcha. early stage companies. So you know if you're trying to attract key talent and you want them to stick with your, your, your IPO, you kind of want to dangle a, mm -hmm. a, a carrot yeah. at, at the end of the string, so to speak, to say, look, hey, if this goes public, you know, you're going to be able to buy shares of stock at you know less than a dollar, a dollar, two dollars, or at a very low price. Hope hopefully, if all works out, mm -hmm. a price that's much lower what the, the IPO price is going to be yeah. and, and where the stock is going to eventually trade. Right. Um, but that employee has to purchase those shares of stock. It's gotcha. just a, um, a contract to purchase them at a specific price. Mm. And so the, the challenge with stock options is when the strike price or the grant price is above what the stock is currently trading for, it's basically worthless. Right. right? Because it's giving you the right to buy the stock at today's, um, at a, you know, a guaranteed contractual price, but today's price may be um, significantly lower than that. So why would you pay more right. for the stock? And so what happened in the, uh, with the, the dot-com bust is a lot of folks had granted stock options at a, a pretty high Price, very high valuations that companies never return to, mm -hmm. and all of their options or their stock awards were basically worthless. Right? Mm -hmm. you know, the saying is, you know, I could wallpaper my house with the, the stock <laughs> options because that's about all that they were good for. Yeah. Right. And so um, RSUs work pretty differently from that. And the distinguishing feature of an RSU is it can never be underwater, so gotcha. it's always going to have value um, for the the employee. Um, so stock options, typically better for employees, better for employers, early stage companies, pre-IPO companies. Um, RSUs, 
better for employee and better for employer for more established companies, companies that already have a stock that's being traded on the, on the market. Mm -hmm. um, RSUs are valuable to the employee because they can never be underwater. It is literally a gift of stock from the employer. So the employer says, hey, you did a great job this year. We're going to give you a grant of X number of shares of RSUs, and you will vest into those shares over the next two years, three years, or four mm. years, whatever the grant schedule is. So if you leave the employer, you forfeit some gotcha. of gift of stock. If you stay on your grant dates, that stock becomes yours. Hmm. And um, it's a, a gift of shares. You pay tax on whatever the, the value of the stock was on the day that it vests, the day oh. that it's given to you. And then you can do whatever you want with it. You can you know, sell it right away. You can keep it and hold it and hope that it uh, appreciates. If you keep it and hold it and it goes, goes down, you can, can sell it at a loss and take the, the loss on your, your tax return. If it goes up, uh, you'll pay capital gains taxes on the, on the gain. But it's always going to be worth something. Mm -hmm. And so for employers, because it always has value, it can never be underwater, um, they can grant less RSUs than they would grant stock options. Mm -hmm. So it helps with the dilution of their, their, their stock. So that's why it's a better thing for, for employers than uh, um, the, the options. So for restricted stock units, does that still, what happens if I get uh, laid off or if I get fired? Does that still yeah. so directly apply? Anything that's vested mm -hmm. that you just happen to hold on to, right? that's yours, you kept it, it's yours forever, right? It can never be taken from you. If you have RSUs that are still to vest, that's gonna be between uh, you and your employer and what the terms of your, your layoff are, mm -hmm. your, your, your package leaving. Um, you know, they may vest some of those for you. They may say, tough luck, right? right? This is what the contract was and, and, and that's it. Hmm. So, Typically, I mean, a typical amount of time for something to vest would be, for an RSU to vest, would be, you say, three or four years. Mm -hmm. um, so let's say, um, let's say I was uh, employed by a, a fruit company uh -huh. and, uh, you know, Pearco, let's just say, let's call them, and I, you know, were, were to receive RSUs from Pearco, and I decided to work instead of, you know, they vested in four years after I got them, mm -hmm. but I decided to work for them for 25 or even 30. And, you know, obviously that money goes up. And if I recall correctly, you said that stock options are better for pre-IPO mm -hmm. companies, but RSUs are probably better for... Established. Established. Companies. So... Obviously, Perico is established. Um, could I see myself? High, and I'm paying capital gains taxes on it. So, 25 years, 30 years down the line, um, is there a way that I could use those restricted stock units uh, as a part of an overall retirement plan, potentially? Yeah, certainly. And in your example, let's say you know, you're getting grants 
uh, of RSUs every year because you're a, a, a top performing employee and uh, they the fruit company wants to keep you around. So what happens is each year, perhaps you get a grant that's for four years, okay. right? And when you get that grant for four years, it's not, you don't have to wait four years for all of your shares to vest. Mm -hmm. Typically they'll start vesting after a year. Okay. So it might be, you know, here's a grant for 4,000 shares. After a year, a thousand shares are vested and then additional shares will start vesting depending on the grant, either annually, quarterly, or monthly after that. And so you start to layer these vests mm -hmm. uh, or grants on top of each other. And it's almost like a, a, a ladder, so to speak. So mm -hmm. you do that for 20 years, 25 years, you've accumulated quite a bit of, of stock, right? And then it was up to you what you wanted to do with it. Did you just want to keep it and, and hold it? Did you want to sell some of it a, along the way? But if you've kept it and, and held it, you paid tax on each share as it vested, right? So that's part of the vesting process is the employer will actually liquidate some of the shares on the day of vesting to cover the taxes that are mm. owed okay. on the gift of stock. And it shows up on your, your tax return each year. Gotcha. And now you own the remaining shares. And if you don't sell them, they've grown quite a bit. And now you have a deferred long-term capital gain oh, okay. built up in those, yeah. those shares of stock. Because uh, you have a basis, right? It was whatever the price of the, the stock was on the day that it vested and the basis is going to be different because you've been vesting um, shares of stock over a 20 25 year period of, of time um, but if you did this and you were successful and you accumulated a bunch you may look at it certainly as part of your financial plan certainly as part of your retirement plan and you may think to yourself well this has done really fantastic for me but i'm a little nervous about most of my net worth or most of my savings being with a single company and a single stock, right? No matter how you, you feel about this company, you, you might want to think about diversifying a little bit. Of course. And trying to put into some other things to accomplish other goals, be it um, more accumulation or maybe you, because you're retired, you want to start generating income off of this asset. And you know, what you do is going to depend on the, the tax picture, right? If it, this company has been successful and the stock has grown quite a bit, you could be looking at a major uh, capital gains tax event. And, and if you're, you're doing that, there's certainly some strategies you might want to look at to try to minimize or eliminate the, the capital gains from repositioning some of those assets. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so now for a stock for stock options, mm -hmm. let's say, which by the way, RSUs, that's relatively new, is it not? Or I mean, they, like I said, they started to become very popular in the early to mid 2000s mm -hmm. uh, after the dot com crash. Yeah. Um, just as a, a superior way for employers to retain talent because they can never be underwater like a, a right. stock option. So RSUs, have, you know, they've been around a little while, but certainly they're not as old a form of compensation as stock options are. Right. So, you know, considering, you know, this fruit company uh, that I've been working for, let's say it's just been 
it's been out there for a long, 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 long time. Eh, it's not that long, maybe 60, 70 years, just about. Stock options, let's say, you know, I started in 1975. Stock options, and I, and I was awarded stock options for that. And, you know, obviously said fruit company decided, you know, did very well for themselves uh, as of 2023. Um, would there be a way that I could potentially transfer or change my stock options into um, RSUs eventually? Is that a possibility? Uh, not, not necessarily. Okay. Right. So the the option stock option or the the rsu is a way that the employer can grant stock compensation to mm -hmm. employees and once it's been vested and um it's gone through the the process to you it's all the same mm -hmm. right you just own shares of the company right no matter how you uh, acquire them so in the the case of the the stock options that you may have had from from way back when you um perhaps have stock options have expiration dates mm. and so if you don't exercise them by a, a certain date then they they also can expire so you've probably exercised most of your stock options you used you said wow the stock's gone up a whole lot this makes sense i'm going to to do an exercise to buy them okay and so for for stock options you know folks have options when they're exercising them as well they can say hey i just want to um buy all these shares for the the price and come with my own money right let's say um you have money saved outside and say hey i'm gonna use my outside cash and i'm just gonna buy all the stock at this price using the option uh, that way you retain every single share that, that you are optioned uh, another choice is to say um i want to exercise this option but i'm going to use the cash from the value of the shares to purchase it so they'll sell some of the shares on the day that you exercise the option to to actually buy the to buy the stock hmm. um, to to cover what's there and you may say hey these shares are are, are exercising um, I don't want to keep any of the stock long term just buy and sell everything yeah and you end up with a pile of cash mm -hmm. the whatever was generated from from going through that but if you were were saving it and keeping keeping it part of your investment portfolio all that time most likely you you, you did a, a buy to they call it a buy to cover um and you just accumulated shares of the the, the company's stock and now they're just part of your portfolio and they're, they're treated after you own them they're basically treated the same as a share that you earned as part of an rsu gotcha Gotcha. And the reason I'd ask is because you made it you made it clear that the RSU is just like there's it sounds like there's a, no downside to that almost like it's I mean ge yeah generally not speaking <laughs> for for the employee it is additional uh, award compensation mm -hmm. um, if there's a downside right it is that it still is equity compensation and so it's only going to be worth what the price of the stock is so if there's some kind of catastrophe and the 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 company loses 75 percent 80 percent of its share value which we've seen right there are companies that certainly that do that there are companies that lose 100 percent of their share value because they cease to I I exist 
right. and get shut down. If that's the case, if you had shares in that company via RSUs or otherwise, they're, they're, it means nothing. They're, they're, they're gone. Yeah. Right? But the, the risk is the same as, as owning stock. The only difference is it's tied to part of your, your compensation. And so the, that company is saying, hey, as part of your total compensation package, we're going to use stock awards. Mm-hmm. Where working for a different company, maybe there's not stock awards as part of the formula, so you might expect to get a higher salary. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, finishing off here on this topic about RSUs and stock options, what is something that you have seen or something that you know um, about RSUs and stock options that most people aren't aware of or aren't um, keeping, keeping in mind when they receive RSUs or, you know, stock options in their company? I don't know if there's something that they're necessarily not, not aware of or not keeping in mind, but I think the thing that gets over overlooked quite a bit is just the tax planning that, mm. that goes with it. Um, and keeping in mind the differences between long-term capital gains and short-term capital gains. Like um, if you get your RSUs and they, they vest and they're sitting in your account and let's say the, the, the company's had a good run. The, the stock is now up 20% since it vested and you're awarded it. And you said, wow, I really want to take advantage of that. Well, if you go and, and sell it and it's been less than a year that you've held it, on that gain, you're now paying short-term capital gains rates, which are the same as your ordinary income, and it could be significantly higher than if you held it for a, a year or mm-hmm. longer and moved it into long-term capital gains. So I think sometimes you know, tax planning doesn't enter into the equation. Yeah, you know, Folks are, are saying, hey, I'm going to access this to create a down payment on a house or you know, meet some major financial goal. And sometimes you're know, looking at the planning, you just want to make sure, if possible, you're, you're going to hold and accumulate that you may get long-term capital gains. Uh, uh, other folks we met say, I just want to put them all to cash as soon as they vest. I don't want to build a portfolio in the company that I work for because I feel that may give me rose-colored glasses. Yeah. And and I may be blind to seeing some of the challenges with the stock and I don't want to be overexposed, right? right? Folks at at both ends of the spectrum and there's folks that are in the the, the middle and uh, what you're comfortable with is going to be up to you, but certainly need to be aware of the risks of making a company or, or one company 80% of your portfolio or or, yeah, or more. Certainly. Um, for some companies, you look at it and go, yeah, the risk of doing so is incredibly low, but I am tied to their, their fortunes. Uh, other companies say, wow, that's real risk to make that company part of my, part of my portfolio. And there's a, um, a, a name that, that comes up that many of us may be familiar with, and that's Enron. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, That's a big one. Enron used equity compensation, but their employees, their default investment option in their 401k was Enron stock. And a lot of employees just kept it that Mm. way because it was just Just running and going and going up. And when the whole thing imploded, um, those employees were left holding the bag 
right? yeah. so to speak, right? They were invested in company stock and those retirement accounts, and that's the really challenging part is you know, doing company stock and retirement accounts. You gotta be really cautious with that because it, for all those poor people, um, it basically reset their retirement savings to, to, to zero again for the portion that they had in the, the company stock. And far too many people had far too much of their retirement accounts yeah. in the company stock. So it's a, a, a cautionary tale. So I'm not here to say you know, what company is going to be the next yeah, of course. Enron or that a particular company is the next Enron. Um, but you know, it could happen to anybody. Like that. Yeah. It could happen to anybody. We just had a... Um, uh, a company within a few days of, of filming us, one of the, the largest freight companies, um, just filed for bankruptcy uh, in, yeah. the, in the country. And they're like the number three mover of, of freight. So um, it's certainly something to be cautious about. Certainly. Well, Jared, as usual, I appreciate your absolute wealth of knowledge on basically any topic that I have questions on. So. Um, thank you again for being on the podcast. We'll do this again next week. And um, I'll have definitely more questions on a completely different topic. But RSUs uh, seem to be a pretty pretty big topic for a lot of people, um, especially in the Silicon Valley um, where we are and all the companies around here. So, um, again, thanks for, thanks for being on. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Great. Thanks for having me. All right.